Hello, everyone. Welcome to Saturday, April 20th edition of Living Life. You know, I just recently saw a documentary on a poverty-stricken area of North Korea. I saw a mother with a child scrounging for food. I saw the mother in a field picking grass for all things because that's the only thing that they had in that area. She gathered grass and she came near her child. And the interesting thing was when they were ready to eat, she picked something out of her pocket. It kind of looked like a cracker or some kind of mm, maybe cookie or I don't know what it exactly was. But she was looking at the child with this look of love, with this look of, I want to feed my child so bad. And I saw her give her child this thing that she saved for him. I believe it was some type of edible food. And as she was feeding him, she was going for the grass that she picked and she was eating it. And minutes later, sawing her throw up. You know, in the same way, our Lord Jesus also died for us and sacrificed his life for us because of his love for us. Let's, let's really take a look at that story today. Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 9. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. So today is Saturday, right before was Good Friday, and that was the day we remember Jesus' death. But what is he doing today on Saturday? Well, the scripture today comes from Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 to 9, and it shows that Jesus truly had to suffer. He was suffering because he was paying our sins 
on our behalf. It says here, he despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds, we are healed. Brothers and sisters, we know this story well. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the only way that we can connect with the almighty, holy God is if we are forgiven. And the forgiveness comes from God's son, Jesus Christ, who was innocent. He hasn't sinned. He never did anything wrong. And yet it was God's son that he sent to this earth to show us the way, to show us love, to show us that God cares. And then he ultimately, instead of us paying the price before God, Jesus paid the price because he was the sacrificial, innocent lamb of God who takes away your sins and my sins. Could you consider the kind of pain that Jesus was in? Uh, I am thinking about how many sins I've committed in my life. You know, and some of these sins were grave. I've done some wrong things. Let's kind of think about that a little bit. What does it take for me to be forgiven before God without Christ? Like, how could I ever be forgiven? What could I possibly do? There is nothing I can do to really receive this grace from God. I mean, we have all fallen, as the scripture says, and fall short of the glory of God. Thanks be to Jesus Christ. God's only prescription, only for by grace, but in Christ have we been saved. It's not by our works. It's not by our thoughts. It's not by anything that we can do to save ourselves from salvation. It is only through God that we are saved. And we want to thank God for that. You know, um, there is a story that I want to share real quickly about 15 years ago. And this is an old story. We were in Baja, California, a good group friend of mine. Some of them were pastors. Some of them are famous pastors actually right now. We were at the last day of our Baja trip and we were in the coast side, uh, the Pacific side of Baja. And it was really late. So we decided let's sleep for a little bit. We went out of a road, this road that we didn't even know. And uh, we stopped by kind of near the coast and we just slept the night. We woke up the next day and we were looking around and it looked, there's like a bunch of water like rising. We're like, what's going on? We were in an area where the tide was rising and it was coming almost up to our cars. Our ice chests were floating out and we're like, what's going on? We came on out and water was up to our knees. We couldn't believe it. Well, several hours later, the tide went down and we were just stuck. We were trying to pull our cars out of that sandy, muddy water. There's just no way we could do it. We thought we were doomed. We were so far away from town. We couldn't, we didn't even know where town was. And then there comes two Hispanic guys, two Mexican guys. And he looks and there was one guy who spoke a little bit of Spanish. And somehow they were talking and said, hey, do you need some help? The Mexican guys were like, hey, do you need some help? And we're like, of course we need help. But then we weren't even thinking. I mean, what if these guys were kidnappers? But what if our guys went? And then he came back 
with this guy. His name was Dave. He had this monster truck. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be saved. He hooked this big old rope to one car, spinning his wheels and everything, digging his big monster truck into the, 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 the sand. And yet he pulled one car out. And we're like jumping and celebrating because we thought we were doomed. And then the second truck, the second car, we were like pushing from the back because it would not come out of that stuck sand. And finally, we were able to get it out of the sand. But in the process, Dave's truck got stuck. And we were trying to pull out his car and we couldn't. Yet he came out and says, hey, don't worry. Your trucks are out. I live here. We'll, work, we'll figure something out and I'll get our trucks out. I'll get, I'll get my truck out. And we're like, Dave, what can we do to ever thank you? What can we do, man? You saved us. Now we can go home. We thought we're going to be doomed in Mexico. You know what he said? He said, you know, just the looks on your face, just the fact that you are really thankful, that says it all. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing I need you to do. I just can see that you guys are thankful and that's enough for me. You know, I think that's the kind of response that the Lord is looking for. As we know the magnitude of His suffering, as we know that we could not pull ourselves out of our sin in our deep, deeply messed up circumstances, that God has a way and that is in Christ Jesus. And all we have to do is be thankful, honestly thankful. You know, today's passage says, that Jesus took up our pain and bore our suffering. Not only that, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Could you imagine paying for all the sins that you have committed before God and committed before others? Man, that's just, it's so overwhelming to even think about that. There's so many things that we have done wrong and there's so much that we should receive in terms of punishment and yet Jesus wiped that clean. You know, during this season, my encouragement to you is let us first really give that deep thanksgiving unto the Lord, not just lip service, but let us contemplate very deeply so that when we give thanks to Jesus, it would be like us giving thanks to Dave. Like it's really honest. It's really from the deep within because we know that Jesus truly saved us from our sin and the, really give him glory. And let's also repent of our sins, being very clear and honest with God for the things that we have done wrong before him. So with that, I would like to pray for us. Father, we want to thank you, Jesus, for dying for us for taking our pain, suffering, and being crushed for our iniquities. Lord, thank you so that we can have a relationship with you. We embrace your forgiveness. We embrace your suffering, and we want to give you glory for that. We give you glory. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world, and stepping in closer. Jesus